Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Before we get started with today's show, I want to tell you guys about betonline.ag. April is here, and that means it's time for basketball playoffs. You can use our promo code BLEAVE50, B-L-E-A-V, Five zero to get a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit with the link in the description to this episode. Then you can use that 50% welcome bonus at Bet Online Sportsbook to place a plus 6,000 bet on my Sacramento Kings to light the beam and win the NBA championship. Bet Online, where the game starts. His second birthday, kind of. He's a born again Christian. Kind of. If you kind of think about it, what is a resurrection more than just being born again? If not, it's Christian. It's me, Jew. I have no idea what you said. That kind of cut in and out. Oh, that's good. I said, is he, is he Jewish? I don't know. What is he? Not Jewish. He's, um, he's a character in a book. That's what he is. Okay. Right, I'm petering out on the Easter jokes. What is, <laughs> we got the, we got our, let there be light. We got there. What is, what is death more than, uh, what is, yeah, I think we got our we're, Easter jokes in. We're not talking about death anymore. Oof. Well, do I have any? Did anyone else die? No, I don't think anyone else died. Did anyone get resurrected? I don't think anyone's been resurrected this week. Yeah, the Chicago Cubs. <laughs> Welcome back, Chicago Cubs. They're actually good at baseball again. They have a major league team for the first time in three years. We have belly bombs happening. Damn fans, we them, whatever. Sponsor, we got, we got shit cooking. Things are Dirty cooking. Dansby. Everything's cooking. Everything's cooking. Why? We're yeah. flying W. Excitement. I know. They might win the division this year. Oh, Cubs go. Oh, Cubs go. We're excited. I know. They, I've, I actually watched them play on Saturday, and that was the game they won like 10 to 3. I actually watched yeah, they it. They were fun, right? Those belly bombs. Ooh. Yeah, Dansby basically stole home on a wild pitch. Yeah. Yeah. Funny. They've got that player whose name I forgot. Uh, they've got wisdom. They've got some Petra wisdom. wisdom. Yep. Yeah. They've so got wisdom teams. The, ho- the home run scorer from the Marlins game. The home run scorer, yes, Ian Happ, the home run scorer from a reference that literally nobody will get on this show. Literally nobody will know what you're talking about. That Ian Happ. That that ends our mom's coverage for the season. 
<laughs> yes. Oh, well, our Marlins coverage isn't done yet. It's not. It's not done yet because oh, Morgan no, 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 Morgan no, no, is no. here to to call me out on my ignorant ass for uh for my Jazz Chisholm take, which I'm not. I'm still not a hundred percent sure what Morgan's upset about. I think I have an idea, but I'm not a hundred percent sure what Morgan's upset about. So I turn to I'm, you. I'm, I'm not. I'm, I'm upset at him. I was upset at him first. So Jazz Chisholm decided he would publicly shame his girlfriend or perhaps the Miami Marlins if he picked the Miami Marlins or his girlfriend, according to Kyle, by saying that she controls his, whatever, the relationship. And he basically painted her in a very negative light. Now, I have very specific feelings when when it comes to partners of sports people who get blamed for things that are not within their control and should not be blamed for. See... Brittany Mahomes, whatever her name is, her, um, yes. Giselle, the good witch, bow down to the good witch, who, whatever their character flaws may be, are really just there to support their partners, do not need to be criticised because of it. Um, so for him to then go and publicly make him, ugh, make make her to be out to be a bad guy to a audience of people who are not rational um, and who will take that and blame her now for everything because, like, once you put that out into the ether, everything then runs with that narrative. So, like, like in Survivor, if you mention someone's name, or in Big Brother, you mention someone's name for eviction or for a tribal council, like, that's going to come up again. He's painted her negatively, publicly, if this is a real person, whatever, or not the Miami Mullins. Let's assume it's a real person. Then he's created a narrative surrounding this person, which is just negative for no reason. And I dislike it a lot. That is fair. Because these people can't be trusted with what could be an in-joke between them two. It's annoying. That is a fair point. It, the the Marlins are it, are the public are not acting in good faith when they take on this information. They are irrational and they are one-eyed, and they will blame her now for anything Jazz Chisholm does. Is that on? Is that on Jazz for putting it out there the way he did? Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes, absolutely. I was I was I was yelling at you speaking about it, but I was <laughs> yelling at him. For creating this narrative, he did that. That one's tough because it seemed like he's doing it in jest, and then it's people who can't be trusted with that information coming back around yes. to absolutely. When- it's an intrigue between them two, but that you you can't trust you can't trust the public with that because they are stupid. So in that case, you just kind of leave it as it is and walk away, which I don't. I guess you that might protect her. That tweet. You don't need to protect her. It's not a real thing. She doesn't control his relationship. Get like you're a grown ass man. That's not a real thing. So, so the last line is I. It's the last line is the thing that's kind of doing it in. Is the sorry she runs the relationship. That's yep. the that's the line that probably didn't need to be there at the end. Nope. Nope. No. The bit where she says I should be tweeting now is probably you know what. Sage advice. 
because you probably shouldn't be because you sound like an idiot. Well, I don't know if he sounds like an idiot. I think he sounds like someone who's got beef with his organization, which publicly we know he has beef with his organization, or at least from reports. Yes. He hasn't confirmed it, but. And so she's trying to keep that beef not public by telling him not to tweet. Which leads me to the conspiracy theory of this is just a roundabout way of the Marlins to uh, to get in. This is a roundabout way for him and the Marlins to communicate that he's not going to tweet anymore is uh, blame blame women. That's the roundabout way they came to the conclusion. Let's just blame women. It's women's fault. And that's how we're going to move forward. And so whether or not this woman exists, well, if he has a girlfriend, who- she does exist. I will say he does have a girlfriend. Oh, I did confirm Definitely. this. I don't know her name. Sorry, worse. Jazz Chisholm's girlfriend, but Jazz Chisholm does have an actual girlfriend. Then that's even worse. If this woman has done nothing in this situation, hasn't even told him not to tweet and somebody else did and he blamed this girl for nothing that is even worse that is even worse if that's true it's just the marlins are pissed at him because i will i wonder how many it has now but at the time in six hours it had over a million views on the tweet so this is a uh this is a, a situation where the marlins think, are. a million people now think that this man is letting a woman carry his testicles in her handbag really no. It's at 1.8 million views. But that, wow. That's just that's just people acting in bad faith though. Like yeah, I, they all are. And that and when once you do know her name, she's going to be blamed for things. Watch. So is it better that she's just Jazz Chisholm's girlfriend right now? Or Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. Well, ja- I know you're more than Jazz. Whoever you are, I know you're more than Jazz Chisholm's girlfriend, but we're just going to yeah. keep referring to you as Jazz Chisholm's girlfriend. In Australia, we call them wags. Do you know call them wags? We don't have terms for that. Uh, we use we use a more like uh, oh, no. we just no, no. we use the b word. We just use no, the no. b word. <laughs> we we paint we paint them all with the same brush. They're called wags, wife and girlfriends, um, and and we treat them poorly. So when it comes to like the um, and the Brownlow medal, which is like the AFL's best comparison award. So they all turn up in their gowns and whatever, and we ask them what they wear, and we put them on a rotisserie and spin them around and whatever, and then criticize them if they're not a size zero, um, even though they're like mothers and women, women who did not ask to be famous, they're just there to support their husbands. And we judge them by. Academy Award actress standards on a red carpet because we are terrible people. If that standard exists in America, I just don't know about it. I mean, I know obviously a general group, but I don't think of it specifically for women, uh, wives and girlfriends of players. I, I think there's more of an infatuation with the famous people. And if it's not the famous people, then they're kind of obscure. I mean, maybe yeah. I'm just not not known enough about it. It's it's just I think it's just here because of the culture of what AFL is in this state. Like I could tell you, most of the more famous players' girlfriends or wives' names, I would know who they are because they're prominent figures for no reason. They didn't ask to be. That is fair, and it's a different. There's a different attention paid towards wives and girlfriends of famous people, like. Uh, I'm just going to look up what does Giannis Antetokounmpo's wife have in terms of social media following. 
because she's one of the more famous, not famous wags. I, it feels weird That's... saying that. Did I say that right? Yeah, it's not. Okay. okay. We, should, she... we, won't, we won't use that because that, that is not they are people. They, yeah. They don't, they don't exist just because they married that person. Yeah. But she's, she's got. She's, she's like an influencer, you know? She's got. Like, yeah, she creates family content. Is that right? I think so. Uh, just I'm looking at her social media for the first time. It seems relatively normal for someone who's 30 years old and relatively they're a, famous. They're, they're a relatively weird kind of. They're kind of out of the box in that they're. I don't know. They still seem quite down to earth. In some yeah. Ways. I I just can't find a good pump, I guess, for Aisha Curry. I, I don't know. Aisha but she Curry she's did, famous, she's famous. Famous. She's super super famous. So I think Aisha Curry is the example of celebrity partner that I think people are more infatuated with. Like Jason Tatum used to. I don't know if they're still dating, but Jason Tatum used to be dating Ella Mai. And I think that's the the kind of one where it's like, oh, if I know the the partner's name off the top of my head, then I she's will. Not the mother of the child, though, is she? No, she's not. I don't know no. who the mother of the child is. Yeah, yeah. Interesting, isn't it? Where is she? Yeah, I have no idea who Deuce's mother is. It's very interesting. Very interesting. There is a level of obscurity that comes from that. I know De'Aaron Fox's wife only because they just got married and had a child, and I think she's a former basketball player too. But they, they, they have a child. Yeah, they have a child. <laughs> I have a child. They have a child. It was born. Oh yeah, it's even better. Its name is Rain because Purple Rain, Sacramento Kings, but it's spelled it's spelled R E I G N. That Rain. That's how you spell Rain. Person, mm-hmm. oh, taste like So I know a lot about deer and fox, but that's just because he lives like fifteen minutes away from where I live. Is he lighting the beam? He has lit the beam before. Wow, exciting! <laughs> I <laughs> okay. Perhaps my my ignorant ass could have done a better job explaining the the girlfriend aspect of the Chisholm story. The thing I found more interesting was I'm the so, Chisholm. I was so angry at you. I was angry at him for yeah. for letting it go there because yeah. the girlfriend part was something that just kind of at the end I was like, ah, now now we have to police him. Now we have yeah. to rein in the player who. I cannot emphasize this enough. Did not like a call by an umpire, so hit his first homer of the season, and then Euro stepped on the umpire at home plate. Yeah, it seems like normal behavior. Yeah, he's on the yeah. cover of the show. And all it that. seems to be somebody who does need policing. Just going to say it. <laughs> you want someone to throw baseballs at Jazz Chisholm? No, I don't I think that's unnecessary, but I think that he's obviously causing disharmony in his locker room. At least it's been. At least reports have suggested as such. I haven't heard any this year, but last year reports suggested as such that he the created disharmony. No longer playing there would, would would seem that way. The captain and the eight year manager the not being there yeah. would suggest that perhaps there was some disharmony. Yeah. Interesting times. Interesting sounds like, times. Sounds like well, this is a victim of 
a pushy girlfriend and an organisation that's not nice for him. I think he. I think he just got in trouble. I think that's maybe, what happened. Maybe, is maybe he just talks too much. Maybe he doesn't talk uh, enough. I think he talks too much. <laughs> I'm sure the anyway, Marlins don't like it. No. Um, so it's an interesting week. It it's is an interesting week. The end of the basketball season. Morgan, you're wearing your Boston Celtics jersey. Not sure which Boston Celtics jersey, but a Boston Celtics jersey. Oh, your beloved Jason Tatum. Right. So uh, you you get a choice because we already know this now. You get a choice. Do you want to play the Miami Heat or do you want to play the Atlanta Hawks in the first playoff round? I have this, this standings brought up on my um, on my phone. Yeah. So so the Celtics are Celtics are locked in at two. This is this is already two. confirmed. And yeah. the the play in game seven versus eight for the seven seed is the Miami Heat versus Warrior South and Trey Young, who looks like a lollipop that fell on the ground. Fell on the floor, yeah, a dirty lollipop. Um, I think, well, myself and Mike Sure would agree that we would prefer to play the Atlanta Hawks. <laughs> you want to play? You want to play dirty lollipop potato that yeah. grew hair? That's correct. We want to. We want to. Mr. Potato Head, that you grow out of a potato in a cup in a kitchen. So he's a potato in a cup. That's what you're he's saying. A potato in a cup. That's correct. Yeah. <laughs> so you want to play potato in a cup instead of the Miami Heat, despite the fact that all the data says that since January 1st, the Hawks have been better than the Heat in almost every statistical category. Yes. You would rather play them than see the Miami Heat. I don't want to hear about the Miami Heat. Unfortunately, I live in a universe where I hear too much about the Miami Heat. The universe in which I exist, the Twitterverse in which I exist, contains too much Miami Heat, and I do not need to hear about it. I don't want universe to is a funny culture. word to describe a cult. The cult in which I have a card-carrying member. That we are card-carrying members for. Right. Um, I had a tweet that had 500 or 600 likes this week for the cult. Thank you, cult members. Um, Let me see what the tweet was. It was just a picture of me and Billy. Farewell in the Clevelander. Even though, and oh, people yeah. thought I was there that day. I was like, you idiots. From your trip to the Clevelander. In. I was like, yeah, I just flew in that day to say goodbye to the Clevelander. Idiots. Um, yes. Sorry. Um. Yeah, that. But yeah, the cult. Mm. I don't want to hear about it. I don't. I don't want poor Mike to have to worry because it's a, it's a it's a concern. <laughs> because you're looking out for him. Because they're annoying. Morgan <laughs> is looking out for Boston Celtics fans everywhere, wanting to care <laughs> about them and not have them go insane because they're going to have to watch two weeks worth of games against the Miami Heat. Mm. Yeah. And just have them 
pretend they're important in our, in our sphere and I don't want that. I don't want to validate them or their existence. Against the Hawks, away. it'll just be a quick little five games, wipe your hands, you know, go home. Wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. Granted, it'll be the same thing against the Miami Heat. It'll just be way less stressful if it's the Hawks. Yeah, because they 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 just you know they drag you down to their level and beat you with the uglies. Whereas with the Hawks, you know, maybe we could get the broom out and sweep up the lollipops off the ground. And it'll be more fun when Trey Young has that one game where he goes two for eleven from three. Yeah. So um, Jalen Brown cut his hand on a vase when he was watering the plants. Well, in America, we call them vases, but yeah, Vase. he cut his oh, hand oh, on a vase. Oh, did he? A vase. It's a vase. Um, so how do you really do it? Do you punch something? Punch someone? I don't know. I don't know if he got stitches from punching someone. Maybe he did, but I feel like punches, you're going to break more fingers that way. Yeah, and is Jalen Brown a puncher? I don't think so, but... Yeah. I know he's fighting with the Boston Celtics. Ha ha ha. ha, 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 ha. So you could Brad Stevens at the front and knock his teeth out or something. <laughs> Jalen Brown hates Brad Stevens so much. <laughs> so much. Jalen Brown wants to shove Brad Stevens in a locker so badly. <laughs> <laughs> well, now I have the image of Jalen Brown shoving Brad Stevens in a locker room like it's middle school. That's what I looks like. Jalen Brown looks like he wants to shove Brad Stevens in the locker. He's uh, is this going to be his last run with the Celtics? Because he's only got one year left on his contract. Are are they going to trade him this off season? Well, I don't know. Maybe if they stop trying to trade him every other off season in the past four years, he wouldn't want to go. <laughs> <laughs> but where are you going to replace those <laughs> Look, it's, I'm sorry but if you tell somebody a million times that they're disposable they're going to feel disposable <laughs> you're so right about this like every time there's a player that comes available it's trade Jalen Brown honestly, honestly it's like it's like a trade a trade can't like if if a bear shits in woods and no one's ever said to really happen. Like if a trade is about to happen, if the Boston Celtics have not offered Jalen Brown, it's not happening. Like there is no trade. Like oh my god, people were ready to trade him for Rudy Gobert last year. Oh, like there, there, honestly, there hasn't been a trade exist in the past three years that Jalen Brown has not been involved in, and he's done nothing wrong. And like, there's got to come a point where he just like, I matter too. Like, I'm pretty good at this thing called basketball. Well, well, pretty good is a good way to describe that because I've been making the same Jalen Brown joke for two seasons. Remember the the joke Lebetard has about if you need five yards, they'll give you three. If you need two yards, they'll give you three. If mm-hmm. if you need 15 points from Jalen Brown, he'll give you 21 and 10. If you need 30 points from him, he'll give you 21 and 10. And that's just his game. He will give you 21 points and 10 rebounds and go home. So, yeah, and, and 19 of them will be in the first quarter. Yep, 19 will be in the first quarter. Then he'll get tired, and then he'll start throwing up three-pointers that hit the side of the rim and bounce over the backboard. Then he'll channel his Russell Westbrook and brick it all the rest of the game. 
Yep. He will give you 21 and 10 every single game. And that's just what you're going to get. Where are the Celtics going to find those 21 points and 10 rebounds? Not with our own lollipop that fell on the ground. Who's that? Who's your lollipop who fell on the ground? Derek White. Oh, God. I thought you were going to go with uh, Walmart Gordon Hayward, Sam Hauser. No. <laughs> no. That's our red-headed dude. What's his name? What? The red-headed, the red-headed hawk that left. You know? Oh, you mean uh, never going to give you up? Never going to yeah. give you up. Never oh, going to let oh. you down. Never oh, going to run Ashley. around. And, yeah. Uh, baby yeah, Clay he, Thompson. He, yeah, he couldn't sing that to the Atlanta Hawks because he's going to run away and desert you. You know what's really great that I've learned this past week or so? You mentioned Kevin Herter. Um, I've been, uh, I've been. No one remembers that the Hawks made the conference finals. Just nobody remembers that at all. They just they remember Ben Simmons throwing the ball away, all that. Um, I've heard like not one, like at least three or four people say. Oh, well, the here's the extent of the Kings. Amin did it the other day, too, on Levitard. The extent of the Kings playoff experience is Harrison Barnes, Delhi, and some first-round exits for Kevin Herter and Demonis Sabonis. And I'm like, Kevin Herter scored 28 points in a Game 7 against the, Atlanta, against the Philadelphia 76ers, and just nobody remembers. Nope, nobody remembers. Kevin Herter's name. Nope, no, no, no. <laughs> nope, because it was the game that Ben Simmons threw away an open dunk. No one remembers that Kevin Herter put up, at, I think, 28 points in a Game 7 against the, 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 the Sixers to go to the conference finals. Just <laughs> Nobody remembers it. So I don't know why I find this funny, but I put up the Boston Celtics roster. I Googled it. Well, I, don't know, I was looking at the standings, clicked on the Celtics, clicked players, and Blake Griffin's in his suit. <laughs> He's photo. He's in it like, a, like an actual three-piece suit? <laughs> but, yeah, bow tie. <laughs> oh, bow tie. Okay. Yeah, bow tie, suit, suit and tie. <laughs> Um, Danilo Gallinari is in somebody else's somebody else's jersey. Wait, he's wearing another team's jersey? <laughs> yeah. So after he tore his ACL at the Euro basket, they just didn't even take a photo of him? They just didn't even take a team photo? <laughs> nope. He's For people Atlanta. who don't know, Gallinari signed. Is in Atlanta Hawks jersey? <laughs> It's been two teams since he was even on the Atlanta Hawks. His Google photo is him in the Atlanta Hawks jersey. Mike Mascala is in a um, OKC jersey. <laughs> Luke Cornett's in a New York Knicks jersey. <laughs> I don't even know who Justin Champagne is, but that's a sick name. Um, he's in a pit jersey. Uh, it's Champagny. Uh, his brother, his brother put up thirty points for the Spurs the other day. Yeah, that's his, great. Too. He's got a twin <laughs> brother good. named Julian Champagne. Well, we've, got, we've got a Nick. We've got a Pitt. We've got a Hawk, and we've got James Bond. So stupid. 
Look, they traded their reason, entire everyone bench. Else, everyone else has headshots, but Jason Tatum has like a, a casual photo, and Jalen Brown has one of him shooting. Whereas like Marcus Smart, Derek White, Brogdon Williams, they all have like you know the team photo. Whereas Jason Tatum is a weird one, and Jalen Brown's the only one that's actually playing um, out of like the ones that. Are in Boston Celtics. <laughs> okay, I saw the Blake Griffin photo. Uh, Blake Griffin uses that photo for his comedy headshots. I've seen too many amateur comedians who have taken that exact same photo shoot. Those are his comedy headshots. He uses those for his when he advertises his stand up comedy. He uses that exact same headshot. I can guarantee you that. Uh, the other ones are just funny because like Luke Cornett's been playing for them like all season. They had so <laughs> many chances to update his photo and they were just like, nah, we're good. Yeah. What are we going to do that for? No, why? Why You're Luke Cornett. <laughs> Derek White looks like a pirate. Just in general or in this photo? Like, just in this photo. I don't know what, like, looks like he's so weird <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, he looks like someone cosplaying a pirate. Honestly, he does. Have he have you like ever seen a Halloween outfit? Have you ever seen the show Our Flag Means Death? No. Okay, just he he looks like a character on Our Flag Means Death, which is like like fruity pirates is what you're going for. <laughs> just <laughs> a pirate with style. Al Horford looks like that's not his body. Al Horford's looked like that for 16 years. <laughs> his head is not on his body because I think that that body looks like it's on the other guys who are the same tone as him. <laughs> I think this is the stock standard. <laughs> Al Horford is the stock standard. The stick, photo. The, the, he's the, he's the, the game simulated. <laughs> Oh, shit. I don't know why I find this funny. <laughs> do, do Malcolm Mark Brogdon Smart next like Malcolm Brogdon, if he was a twin, he came out. <laughs> he came out first. Oh, round head, head, round head. <laughs> He's got yeah, squished, he head. squished head. squished <laughs> head. He looks okay, like a Marcus, head. What's Marcus Smart then? <laughs> no, he looks happy. He looks high. <laughs> Really, really? Marcus Smart's the one you don't have a joke for. Marcus Smart is mm. the one that whose yeah. honor you will defend. <laughs> I love him. <laughs> no, I will not speak badly of him. No, Grant Williams just looks happy because he's always happy. Peyton Pritchard looks like copy and paste. Uh, vanilla. Sam Hauser looks like they left Gordon Hayward's photo there. Sam Hauser is literally Walmart Gordon Hayward. Yeah, it's so funny. People Google for anyone listening. Google Sam Hauser. It's it's literally Walmart Gordon Hayward. Yeah. Um. So yeah, was that? Um. I think I yeah I choose Atlanta, but anyway, (laughs) very very disappointing. Be very disappointing to lose to either. You want you want Walmart Gordon Hayward to play against Atlanta instead of the Hawks. No, they're going to win in five games against whoever they play. This is just personal preference. <laughs> Do you want Miami or Atlanta? They're going to win that series no matter what. Will they lose to the 76ers? I think it's more of a possibility than people are considering. 
I think a lot of people are considering it. Where are you listening to people? I listen to my show. He thinks we're going to lose everything. Everyone, everyone's saying it's Bucks and Celtics, Bucks and Celtics, which, by the way, the narrative would be perfect if it's Bucks and Celtics. I just think the 76ers are here to potentially ruin our fun because think about it. You've got the last two Eastern conferences do is ruin fun. Yeah, the 76ers. Well, they're pretty fun. (laughs) Yeah, this year they have the fun. They have the fun place of nobody believes in us. I think this is the first time the Sixers have been nobody believes in us team. Oh, so Joel actually gets to have a chip on his shoulder. That's what he's always wanted. Poor James Harden. James Harden, too. James Harden's a jerk. Different chip on his shoulder. He's gross. Get it? Because because James Harden's got a pot belly. Yeah, the narrative would be perfect. Because think about it: you've got team with team, the last two Eastern Conference champions, both with playoff history against each other. I mean, come on, it would be it'd be so perfect. You've got Giannis, the king of the current generation; Tatum, the tweener between the next generation. I mean, it's they're both going to finish top five in the MVP, even though Tatum probably doesn't deserve it. It's going to be incredible. Giannis versus Tatum, Celtics versus Bucks is going to be incredible, and the 76ers are here to ruin it. So hang on, that's Atlanta at Miami. Interesting, interesting. So now I'm looking at... Wow, so the Clippers are going to play the Suns, is that right? No. So the Suns are resting everybody. So as long as the Clippers don't shit the bed today, the Clippers will play the Suns in the first round. Mm -hmm. And as long as the Warriors beat the tanking Trailblazers, the Warriors will be the sixth seed playing the Sacramento Kings in the first round. Wow. (laughs) You don't want that. No, I want the smoke. I'm not a coward. I'm not a coward. I want the smoke. Give me, give you, me Clippers. Give me Warriors. I, I want the got, smoke. You've got home court, and they can't travel. So. Well, that's the thing. You, so, Morgan, if you had to guess right now for the for the first Sacramento Kings playoff game in 17 years, right now, not knowing the opponents, because if it's the Warriors, this could change, or the Lakers, mm-hmm. but let's say the Warriors. Do you know what the cheapest ticket to get in the door for Sacramento Kings playoff game number one is right now? No, I have no idea. I don't know what the value of a ticket is. I need to start with it. It is, it is $480 to get in the Ouch. door. If, if you want to sit, and again, this is StubHub, so you know the price will go down once people realize they're not getting, uh, for, for not courtside, for third row courtside, you can get uh, one ticket or sorry, you can get two tickets for eighteen thousand dollars for, <laughs> for the first Sacramento Kings playoff game in seventeen years. It's not even Sir, courtside. <laughs> please know your know your role. <laughs> this is again if if the Warriors are playing the Kings, this is going to be a problem because one thing Warriors fans have is a car and a lot of disposable income. <laughs> Yep. Yeah. And I think that the people selling those tickets are banking on the work. 
Yeah. People who people who have season tickets, I was listening to someone I work with explain this. When the Lakers played the Kings back in 2002, they sold their two tickets, their two season tickets to Lakers fans. And it uh, this was game two of the conference finals. Selling those two tickets paid for next year's season tickets just on that one game. Paid for an entire season's worth of season tickets. How much do season tickets cost? Depends where you get them. I mean, for the for the Kings, you could get it for like a thousand dollars, basically. If you want really cheap seats, it would be like a thousand dollars for season tickets. See, they're like it's oh, different, like a different amount of games, I guess. Yeah, it's a, it depends where like, you buy them. What like the top the top price, like a membership, like club membership in football is like a thousand dollars but that's that only gets you 11 home games pretty much yeah it's different when it's 41 home games for and doesn't doesn't include finals either yeah no you have to yeah season ticket holders get first priority to purchase playoff tickets but some people just pass on it what i would do is just buy them and then resell them like i'm sorry i am uh that's that's illegal here yeah, you can't do that in Australia, but in we America don't have, we, we don't have StubHub or whatever. And you can't if you're if you have membership tickets, you can't resell them. If they catch like the person using your ticket, they'll like suspend your membership. Different, different game. There, it's a different game. Yeah, the, uh... but everyone does. Everyone still doesn't because like that, like for a grand final ticket, if. If I sold my grandfather ticket, which I have before, for five hundred bucks, that pays my my membership the next year. Mm, there you go. It's the same kind of idea. It's just yeah. Sacramento doesn't. It's new to Sacramento because they they haven't had a, a playoff game in uh, quite a long time. I will say. Mm-hmm. And uh, if they if they play the Warriors, oof, it's gonna be it's gonna be forty percent Warriors fans in that building. It, you know, the Warriors have problems playing on the road. So if they play an hour or an hour and a half away from their home stadium, but driving and 40% of the stadium is Warriors fans, it's uh, it's going to feel a little bit closer to home court. Mm. Interesting. Interesting. So then, so then the most likely scenario after that is Lakers are going to be the seven. And then it seems so strange to me that OKC could be in playoffs. So oh, let's absolutely yes. That that uh that Shai Gilgis Alexander is carrying a tanking team to the play in. That's so funny. It's so great. That team. Oh, I know you love your boy Josh Giddy, but if if Shai didn't play, I don't know Shay or Shai, whatever. If Shay didn't play for that team, Oklahoma City would be right there with the Rockets and the Spurs. Like he is legitimately one of the ten best players in the NBA this year. And mm-hmm. he should make an all NBA team. And I'm going to petition but for that I, I right now. I, I don't think that, that OKC want this. I don't think they want that. This was not their plan. I, I think press, I think nope. Presty kind of, kind of looked at the writing on the wall and said, you know what? We we're not going to get big Vic this year. I mean, if they miss the playoffs, they still have like a 4% chance at getting big Vic, but I think they kind of saw the writing on the wall for that one. And, by the way, they don't need Big Vic because they already have their own Big Vic. In a bird in Chet. your hand is worth two in the bush. They say. Chet yep. is your bird in the hand. And they've got two Jalen Williams 
who are both one of them's a star, one of them's a role player, but they've got two Jalen Williams who are both balling out this year. And I've got Warwick's boy, Josh. Warwick Giddy's son, Josh. Warwick Giddy used to play in the NBL when I was a kid. And now his son is an NBA star whom I have repeatedly petitioned the Hawks should trade (laughs) Trey Young to the Thunder in exchange for Gideon picks. But I wouldn't want to wish Josh Giddy on the Hawks to you. Don't do that. Then I would be sad. Yeah, I know. I don't want to. I don't want to do that to you. I just think it makes too much sense. It's bad, it's bad enough that poor, poor Patty went to the Nets, but the Nets not that bad now. Yeah, no, they're a playoff team. They'll be a playoff team next year with not Patty Mills because Patty Mills is going to be a free agent and retire to Australia. Mm-hmm. Unless someone signs Patty Mills, maybe he gets the George Hill treatment for one last ride with a. Yeah. Um, I don't know the Bucks or something. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna have a spot to fill, aren't we? Because where's Jalen going? <laughs> <laughs> Jalen and Grant are both leaving. You gotta you gotta replace both of them. Wow, happy Jalen. What are you gonna do when uh when your beloved Grant Williams leaves oh, to know. sign to sign with the Hawks? <laughs> be really upset it's like it's like the spirit i don't know it's just it's joyous it's joyous human being well we, we'll give you harrison barnes i wouldn't wish boston upon harrison barnes but you might get money mm. might pay him all that money you're not gonna pay grant williams money we're not gonna pay jalen brown yeah, but at yeah, least you'll honestly, honestly, it's like we've been in, been in the freaking loveless relationship, but we don't want him, but we don't want anyone else to have him. It's just rude. It's honestly rude. Yeah, and he's kind of taking it that way. That's why he intentionally cut his hand. Reckless. Uh, time to throw away journalistic credibility and get reckless. <laughs> it's a segment we call <laughs> reckless <laughs> speculation. Reckless speculation. <laughs> well, We're, I think I think he was throwing vases. Throwing vases and, and that's catching how... them with his fist. <laughs> Jalen Brown, put it on the headline. Jalen Brown intentionally cuts hand in order to miss the yeah. Boston Celtics playoff run. Jalen Brown plays volleyball with glass veins. <laughs> that's just a funny image. That's just a funny image to see. He, him. he literally went up and he, he served a vase and he's... <laughs> blow up Brad Stevens doll. Maybe? You know what? Maybe. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I like to imagine that he has like a voodoo doll where he like stabs Brad Stevens with like needles. (laughs) But instead it's... (laughs) He says what? Glass vase? He stabs it with the shards of his glass vase. Yes, he. he, he and then, <laughs> and then he shoves the doll in the locker. <laughs> instead of instead of the traditional needles that you you poke voodoo dolls with, he gets shards of a glass vase and slits Brad Stevens' throat with it. <laughs> 
the voodoo doll, of course, not the actual Brad Stevens, the voodoo doll of Brad Stevens. Screaming, no one makes me bleed my own blood. And he's dripping blood all over, blow up Brad Stevens. (laughs) Again, the voodoo doll of Brad Stevens. I cannot emphasize this enough. We don't, we don't have Jalen. We already hit the reckless speculation. We don't have Jalen Brown murdering Brad Stevens. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and that's why that's why he's out for five games with stitches in his hand is because because <laughs> he snitches get stitches has, has anyone seen Brad Stevens in the last week or so <laughs> Jalen has <laughs> 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 I don't know. Maybe we can get long range daddy age on the case. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now now let's build this out real quick. What is the what is the investigative team that's uh trying to to solve the murder? Because obviously Gordon Hayward's uh, the lead detective. No, obviously no, 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 no. it's a detective duo and it's long range and Paul Pierce. Right? Paul Pierce is shitting himself. <laughs> In a wheelchair, push, pushed by Gordon Hayward. Okay, so Gordon Hayward's like the forensics team. Gordon Hayward, Gordon Hayward's the guy back at the lab who's like analyzing data samples. Yeah, who, who walks with a cane because he's interested. For some reason, I'm also seeing Mason Plumley in this forensics team. There's always a Plumley. It doesn't matter what kind of team it is. There's a Plumley on every team. <laughs> then, if you have then, a team uh, and you don't have a Plumley, you don't have a team. Grant Williams is the scientist. Got to get Grant Williams on this team. Okay. Grant, Grant, Grant Williams is the quirky scientist that has like a weird hairdo or... Yeah, wears odd things. Comes to work in 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 Spider Man or a Batman costume, and just on a regular Tuesday. Because, well, what? Why do you have the scientists showing up just because Grant Williams wore a Batman costume one time? Because, like, on CSI and stuff, like the science person's always like some quirky, weird niche woman who has like weird hair or like. Dress is weird. So I've got Grant Williams in that. Yeah, room, which is that's very, Grant Williams. Just wearing that's, his costume. <laughs> yeah, that's Grant Williams. Hundred percent. That's Grant Williams. Yeah. Just he threw me off with the Batman thing. I was like, <laughs> what? But then I remembered Grant Williams did wore Batman outfit mm-hmm. and did an impersonation. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> But then they're gonna show up and be like, "Yeah, this is pretty." This not Jalen Brown didn't do a very good job at covering up the the alleged murder of Brad Stevens. He's written when he sees blood from his hand. Fuck Brad on his wall. From blood. You you could say you could say Jalen Brown is the the Aaron Hernandez of covering up murders. It's a Boston thing. <laughs> Murder's not funny, guys. 
No, but this is it's a voodoo doll. Remember, it's a voodoo doll. It's not actual <laughs> Brad Stevens, of course. No, Brad, no Brad Stevens were hurt in the creating of this narrative. Except for his giant blow-up Brad Stevens doll. <laughs> no, but I bet you're if there was a girlfriend or wife involved, then I'd be really angry. Instead, it's just a blow-up Brad Stevens. Jalen Brown, who <laughs> reputation, both dead. <laughs> like Aaron Hernandez. <laughs> you you could say you could say Jalen Brown is the the Aaron Hernandez of covering up murders. <laughs> it's a Boston thing. <laughs> Murder's not funny, guys. No, but this is—it's a voodoo doll. Remember, it's a voodoo doll. It's not actual Brad Stevens, of course. No, Brad. No, Brad Stevens were hurt in the creating of this narrative, except for his giant blow-up Brad Stevens doll. No, but I bet you're if there was a girlfriend or wife involved, then I'd be really angry. Instead, it's just a blow-up Brad Stevens, Jalen Brown, <laughs> reputation both dead, like Aaron Hernandez. thank you for listening to believe you can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform check us out at believe.com and search for b-l-e-a-v on youtube you know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks that's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.